This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. Despite a mountain of damning evidence, the Federal Drug Administration pushes annual COVID boosters. The FDA is now recommending Americans take an annual COVID booster uh, vaccine, much like the flu shots that are made available every year. But selling that plan to a skeptical public that's growing increasingly skeptical will be increasingly difficult as doubts about the booster shots grow. And those doubts, friends, are going to increase dramatically today as you listen to this program. One prominent doctor said nobody should take the booster shots and even those high-risk patients should weigh the pros and cons before getting injected. The new FDA guidance echoes President Biden's call to get a COVID booster shot annually. And Biden himself has supposedly taken a total of five COVID shots already, and I believe has already had COVID once or twice, maybe three times. So, friends, it's not helping the president, and it's not helping anybody else. In fact, it's causing people to die suddenly everywhere. In Australia, an Olympian and rugby player, 35 years of age, just dropped dead suddenly. Rochelle Richardson, also known as Silk, from the commentary duo Diamond and Silk, lost her sister Diamond a few weeks ago. And she's challenging the media to do some digging as to why Americans like her sister keep dropping dead. Lynette Diamond Hardaway died in what Richardson described as shockingly sudden circumstances. During a celebration of Hardaway's life, Richardson described the moment her sister told her, I can't breathe. It was sudden, out of nowhere, and no warning. Richardson called out the media. To the media, instead of emailing me about my sister's death, why don't you use your investigative journalism skills to investigate why Americans are falling dead suddenly, she said. Richardson went on to say, start with Dr. Fauci. The gain-of-function research, spike proteins, and the Wuhan lab in China. Gain-of-function research is a controversial form of study that involves boosting the ineffectivity and lethality of a pathogen, according to PolitiFact. Well, friends, here on Viewpoint, you're going to have an earful, a heartful of disgust and dismay and absolute wonder at the moral deterioration of our country as it relates to, yes, indeed, the vaccine. Will the national media probe what's causing Americans to die suddenly? Many call it a conspiracy theory, said Richardson, but I call it murder. We can't gloss over the fact that we're seeing a multitude of stories about seemingly healthy young people dying suddenly without explanation. Clay Travis, who's a sports commentator for 20 years, has noticed the phenomenon among elite athletes. He said, I've been writing and talking about sports for 20 years. He said, I don't remember stories like this happening. I don't remember stories about athletes walking on college campuses and suddenly dropping dead. 
But the number of high school, college, and even pro athletes who are suddenly just dropping all around the world seems to be a fairly substantial trend, he said. I don't remember this ever happening before, and I dare say you don't either. On the other hand, you've been deeply confused, deeply confused by those who have been telling you, as did our president and Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks and so on, that these things were absolutely necessary, and if you don't get the vaccination, you could drop dead. But if you do get the vaccination, they told you you will never get the virus and you'll not be able to transmit it. Just the opposite was true and admitted, finally, by the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, when they were put on the spot and realized and admitted they had actually not produced a recommended vaccine according to medical definition of vaccine. So they had to even change the definition in order to maintain some straight face in representing it to the public. Now another basketball player has collapsed. Of Old Dominion University in Virginia, collapsed on the basketball court January 7th. It's happening everywhere. It's happening continuously. Cardiac arrest and death after the COVID-19 vaccination. You probably have heard the report that the Earth is now 90 seconds to midnight. The world is closer to doomsday than ever before. Well, they weren't thinking about the kind of catastrophe that is happening via the pharmaceutical industry. No, they were thinking about atomic things. They were thinking about climate control. They were thinking about things like that. But how about things like this? How about untold millions of people dropping dead? Increasingly, and in multiple forms, as the virus and the spike protein continue to take their toll on the cardiovascular systems of the world. Maybe we are closer to doomsday than ever before. And so I welcome you to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer's conversation, as always, with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms. And how great is this problem? Well, Dr. Robert Malone made an astounding statement this week. In public, he said, I cannot support Donald Trump if he defends COVID shots anymore. Now, this was a this was a blockbuster statement. He's the one, Dr. Robert Malone, is the one who invented the mRNA technology that was used for most of the COVID-19 shots, and he says he cannot support President Donald Trump for re-election as long as Trump defends the experimental shots. The vaccinations were developed in a fast track under Trump after COVID-19 was unleashed in China and circled the globe, killing millions. Dr. Malone is not accusing Donald Trump of being the problem, of being the cause, because Donald Trump did what he could do, thinking he was doing the right thing because he was told by the so-called experts that they were accomplishing something that was historic, something that uh, had never been done before to create a vaccine that would defeat a serious problem and preserve life. Donald Trump believed them. Why shouldn't he? Except for the fact 
except for the fact that a six-star general, General Omar Bradley, about 70 years ago, made an astounding statement, an observation concerning America. He said, we have grasped the mystery of the atom and we have rejected the Sermon on the Mount. The world has achieved brilliance without conscience. Ours is a world of nuclear giants and ethical infants. We know more about war than we know about peace, more about killing than we know about living. If we continue to develop our technology, he said, without wisdom or prudence, our servant may prove to be our executioner. What a statement, General Omar Bradley. Do you think you've had an earful already? Oh, we have just scratched the surface, my friend. I hope you'll stay tuned. It's conversation as always with ever-increasing conviction. Talk that transforms. I trust today will be no different. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chrismar, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. According to Professor Byram Bridal, there is no evidence of any real vax benefit. No evidence. Virologist Professor Byram Bridal points out that there is no evidence of benefit. If anything, all the evidence shows the vaccine increases the risk of infection, hospitalization, and death. He said, you've been completely misled by the medical community about these vaccines, he said. There isn't a single expert in the world who is willing to show me that he got it wrong. Mm. That's a bold statement. He said that Pfizer's own data shows that the vaccine increased your risk of severe adverse events, hospitalization, and death. When you hear out of the words of a Pfizer director on this program today, you will be hard-pressed to disagree with this doctor. Now the CDC wants you to ignore an excellent study by the Cleveland Clinic of over 51,000 participants, their employees, which clearly shows that the more shots you get, the greater the risk of infection. The more shots you get, the greater the risk of infection. In the U.K., Doctors now are increasingly not afraid to speak out, even though they may lose their license because they speak the truth. Speaking truth seems to no longer be acceptable in the medical community. But it's acceptable here on this program. An interview with Professor Byron Bridal makes it crystal clear that the COVID vaccines make the pandemic worse, and that's what the highest quality evidence actually shows. There is no evidence in the gold standard trials that the vaccines decrease your risk of hospitalization or death. If anything, it's the reverse. Even with 44,000 people in a trial, 
the effect was too small to achieve statistical significance. This evidence has been in plain sight for over a year. In other words, it was not the fault of Donald Trump. He was relying upon the medical community and the, the pharmaceutical community and the FDA and the CDC. He was relying upon Dr. Fauci. He was relying upon people who supposedly had the best interests of the American people and their health in mind. But his trust was falsely placed. Now, Dr. Malone comes out and says, I cannot support Donald Trump if he continues to defend the COVID shots. The evidence has been in plain sight for over a year. According to this writer, by my estimate, over 500,000 people have been killed by these vaccines in the U.S. alone. No prominent expert anywhere in the world will debate me or any of my colleagues about this. Byram, Dr. Byram pleaded in a video for anyone to show he is wrong. Are you listening yet? I hope so. We are soon going to experience something that you probably never thought you would have to experience in the United States of America. You probably never thought you would have to experience something like this from a pharmaceutical company, one of the leading pharmaceutical companies in the world. You probably never thought that in America we could possibly have stooped to the level of what you are about to hear. But indeed, you are about to hear it. A research director with the pharmaceutical giant Pfizer said the corporation is secretly exploring intentionally creating mutations of the COVID virus for the purpose of preemptively developing new vaccines. And he said that COVID then is going to be a cash cow for us. He said that in the latest undercover video by Project Veritas, which you are going to hear right here on Viewpoint, if you tune your ears carefully. In the video that was released yesterday, Jordan Tristan Walker, Pfizer Director of Research and Development, Strategic Operations, and mRNA Scientific Planner, says, quote, one of the things we're exploring is like, why don't we just mutate COVID ourselves so we could create, preemptively develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of like, as you could imagine, no one wants to have a pharma company mutating effing viruses. So don't tell anyone, he says. Promise you won't tell anyone. Remember, this is an undercover video in exchange. He said the way the experiment would work is that we put the virus in monkeys and we successively cause them to keep infecting each other. And then we collect serial samples from them. And by the way, the guy, Mr. Walker, seems to have absolutely no idea that he's being recorded. So he goes on to say, from what I've heard is they, that is Pfizer scientists, are optimizing COVID mutation process. 
but they're going slow because everyone is very cautious. Uh, Obviously, they don't want to accelerate it too much. He said, I think they are also just trying to do it as an exploratory thing because you obviously don't want to advertise that you are figuring out future mutations, he says. And don't tell anyone this. There's a risk. Have to be very controlled to make sure this virus you mutate doesn't create something the way that the virus started in Wuhan. To be honest, notice the Pfizer executive admitted it started in Wuhan. He says it makes no sense and then dismisses it as BS, the idea that COVID virus popped out of nowhere. In the video, the mRNA co-inventor and famed vaccine dissident, Dr. Robert Malone, comments regarding Walker, he says, the gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all. Malone is now leading a crusade against COVID vaccines and governments and COVID policies worldwide because he said it is monstrously dangerous. Pfizer faces escalating public scrutiny and skepticism as the opt establishment COVID narrative that the vaccines are safe and effective seems to crumble amid growing evidence of dangerous side effects from the experimental shots as people are just dropping dead all over the world. A 2022 JAMA study found that one in every 500 children under five years who received the Pfizer MRA COVID vaccine were hospitalized with a vaccine injury. One out of every 500. And one in 200 had symptoms ongoing for weeks or months. But Pfizer's CEO, Albert Bourla, recently refused to answer politically incorrect questions from journalists in Davos, Switzerland, where he was attending the Davos World Economic Forum. When the undercover Project Veritas, the undercover Project Veritas reporter says the whole research of the viruses and mutating them would be the ultimate cash cow. Walker that is the director, Pfizer director, says, you got it. It'd be perfect, he said. Project Veritas founder James O'Keefe says on the video, now you would think that creating viruses to sell the vaccine would be illegal. But no, the pharmaceutical industry, as Walker puts it, is a revolving door for all government officials. You're not supposed to do gain-of-function research with viruses, regularly or not. We can do these selected structure mutations to make them more potent. There's research, said Walker, ongoing about that. I don't know how that is going to work. There better not be any more outbreaks because Jesus Christ, he says in the Sting video, The Pfizer director, Walker, said COVID has been instrumental for Pfizer's recent business success. 
He said part of what they, the Pfizer scientists, want to do is to some extent try to figure out, you know, how they're all these new strains and variants that are just going to pop up. So it's like trying to catch them before they pop up, and we can develop a vaccine prophylactically like for new variants. So that's why they like do it in a controlled lab where they say this is a new epitope. And so it is comes out later onto the public. We already have a vaccine working. In other words, they prepare the new version of COVID, create it in the lab. Then when it comes out in the public and becomes a thing, so to speak, they say, we have already seen this coming and we have prepared a vaccine for it. You see how this works? It's called job security, friends. Another word for it was the ultimate cash cow. So today, on Viewpoint, you're going to hear the exact interview. You're going to hear the man's voice. You're going to hear the comments of Dr. Robert Malone. You're going to hear the comments and observations of the Project Veritas journalist. When they went undercover. Remember that this Pfizer director, he's director of evolution. He says, we're going to mutate COVID via directed evolution for the company to continue to profiting off of the vaccines. COVID is going to be a cash cow for us. That's not what we say to the public, he said. People won't like that. So don't tell anybody about that. Well, we are telling. And we need to tell. This is something extraordinarily serious, my friends. And I don't want to tell you not to tell anybody. Because it's about time somebody told somebody something that's reality concerning the devastating effect of these COVID vaccines that are not vaccines. The whole thing has become a sham. Now, how far is this going? In the next segment, we're going to hear Uh, from this director of evolution, directed evolution for Pfizer. But before we do, there's a new diagnosis set of codes for COVID-19 immunization status. Dr. Malone, on January 25th, prepared this study and sent it out globally. And what this is telling us is a new system has been devised for classification. It's called the Internal Classification of Diseases. Well, that's been around for a century. It's been the basis for comparable statistics on cause of mortality and morbidity between places and over time. Originating in the 19th century, The latest version of the ICD, International Classification of Diseases, 
was adopted by the 72nd World Health Assembly in 2019 and became effective on January 1, 2022. The ICD system is used extensively in the USA and the world. With the passage of Congress of the Affordable Care Act in 2012, the ICD coding system became fully integrated with the digitization of healthcare records in the U.S. Now, what's important now is that the World Health Organization is authorizing the U.S. government to modify the classification system to meet specific needs. What kind of specific needs? Well, in April 2022, the Federal Centers for Medicare and Medicaid announced a new set of codes relating to vaccination status that are cause for concern. These ICD codes are not based on a disease or illness, but are based upon COVID-19 vaccination status. Oh, what does that mean? We'll find out next. You're listening to Viewpoint. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. Saveus.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at saveus.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, saveus.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, saveus.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at saveus.org. Again, I welcome you back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. In case you haven't realized it, we're looking at massive deception. We're looking at massive seduction of not only the American people and their leaders and their doctors and their pastors and all the people that are trusting all of these individuals, but also the peoples of the planet, all of them are now under massive seduction and deception. All in the name of public health. Before we go further, I want to make sure that you have a copy of my book, Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception. It's not about COVID. It's not about vaccines. It's about how Seduction and deception occurs in many, many different ways. And why and how we are so susceptible. Why Jesus warned. It was his number one warning to his disciples before his crucifixion. Take heed that no man deceive you. There are many different kinds of deceptions. But deception is deception. And the spirit of deception and seduction can be applied in any circumstance. And unfortunately, most of us are not aware of it. And if we are aware of it, we just think to ourselves, oh, well, what can I do? 
Just go along to get along. Really? How far are you willing to go along to get along when your entire health is at risk? When your children's health is at risk? When your life is at risk? How about your spiritual life? How far are you willing to go to compromise? How far are you willing to go to close your eyes to the reality of our times? This is one reason why pastors don't like to talk about the end of the age. They don't want to talk about it. because But they're not preparing their people, you see. They're not honestly and with integrity preparing their people for these times. Now, our primary purpose here is not to talk about COVID. This is one avenue in which the massive deception is taking place, friends. But it's only one application. And it's very real in front of us. And many believe that it is it is actually the scheme or the, shall we say, a precursor to massive control of humankind on this planet to prepare the way for the coming mark of the beast under the new world order. We'll leave that for another day's discussion. But we were talking about the new diagnosis codes for COVID-19 immunization status. Well, here's what's happening now. The CDC has now updated guidelines for COVID-19 under immunization codes. In other words, if you don't get the vaccine, if you don't keep up with it. So Dr. Malone says, let's be more specific. Code number Z28.310 listed is not a code for an illness or diagnosis, but rather for noncompliance of a medical procedure. He said, this is an invasion of our right to privacy. There has to be a choice, and that choice must be private. But once a person's vaccination status is coded and uploaded into large database, it can be accessed by government and private health insurers alike. So your insurance could go up. But that's not the worst part. The worst part is what now the government has over your head. Not only the American government, but the world government under the word health organization. The administrative state officers at the CDC have not made immunization status a reportable disease yet. But immunization status is listed as one of the reasons for mandatory reporting. So they're now just one step away from being able to collect this information without your permission. That is, vaccine passports made easy. So what might this look like? In this country, says Dr. Malone, not having your vaccine records up to date according to the standards of the CDC or the World Health Organization might mean the government will not will not restrict your travel, but airlines will. The government will not restrict your travel, but other nations will. The government will not restrict your travel, but auto rental companies will. The government will not restrict your travel, but public transport will. The government will not restrict your travel, but private companies will. Notice the government makes private enterprise the engine of control. 
so that the government can say, wash its hands and say, I have no fault in this matter. Yet it all came from them. According to this, all federal agencies must also meet the requirements of the Privacy Act of 1974, which restricts what information about individual citizens, including any personal health information, can be shared with other agencies and with the public. But this new coding system goes deeper into immunization status, and the new codes that Dr. Malone recently uncovered that imply that the government has a much darker future in store for us. Now, these are the words of the founder, the creator of the mRNA uh, vaccine protocol that he says is so dangerous that you cannot, should not, must not continue to administer any such uh, jabs jabs around the world. He said... There are not only ICD codes for those that are under-immunized, but the World Health Organization and the Federal Centers for Medicare and Medicaid have a solution to take care of that. They now have ICD codes to ensure immunization safety counseling. And he quotes the page where it says right there in the document, yes, you can undergo a re-education program by the government. Maybe it will be a re-education camp targeting children. Yes, a camp has a most softer and gentler meaning, don't you think? I mean, after all, kids just love to go to camp, don't they? And he puts down in parentheses, brought to you by Pfizer. Really? Brought to you by Pfizer? What could that possibly mean? Well, we're about to find out. The new diagnosis codes for COVID-19 immunization status, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services have announced three new diagnosis codes. Here Here they are. Available as of April 1st. Z28.2. 310 unvaccinated for covid-19 z28.311 partially vaccinated for covid-19 z28.39 other under immunization status in other words they are planning through government edict to control whether or not you receive a mandated vaccine for whatever purpose they deem that to be important, and if you don't, there will be penalties, maybe re-education camps, who knows what else, including the prohibition of your freedom to travel, to move, to have people in your home. You can let your imagination roam where it goes from there. Or to have people report you for not having these things. Because a reporting system is necessary, not by federal agents, 
but by those who think are given the impression that they're doing good for the public by reporting you or your family as not cooperating with the new mandates. Friends, this is not the subject of a conspiracy theory. This is the reality that we're dealing with. So, you say, well, what would you want me to do with this? How would you want me to respond to this? Well, the very first thing I would say to you is, this isn't just about COVID. This isn't just about vaccines. This is about your ability to stand for what is right, what is true, on any subject. Because if you are not able to stand with the new world order through the World Health Organization, who, W, H, O, who, if you're not able to stand against their edicts, ultimately when it comes to impressing upon you things that relate to things of a spiritual nature, of a religious nature, how are you going to be able to stand when the ultimate mandate comes out, which it may do within the next six, seven years, before the Great Reset takes its full implementation? How are you going to be able to stand in the evil day against the mandate of a government that promises you health, economic provision, protection, safety. It promises you everything that God said he wanted to promise you that you rejected. Now you're going to have to shift your ultimate trust and confidence to a godless government and its representatives. And it will be represented by your accepting the infamous mark of the beast, whatever form it ultimately takes. Are you beginning to see now why you might just want to get a copy of that book, Seduction of the Saints? $15, we'll put it in your hands. It's on our website, saveus.org, saveus.org. Call us, 1-800-SAVE-USA. We'll be right back. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. You are now about to hear 
from the Pfizer executive who said mutate COVID via uh, COVID via directed evolution for a company to continue profiting off of vaccines. He said COVID is going to be a cash cow for us. That's not what we say to the public. People wouldn't like that. So don't tell anybody. These words happened in the context of an undercover discussion with a Project Veritas journalist. And you're about to hear it. Anchor your seatbelt, my friend, and try to listen very carefully. Sometimes it might be a little difficult to hear, but we're going to do our best to get it in your ear because it needs to be in your mind and in your heart. Are you ready? Mutating COVID? Well, that's not what we say to the public. No. Don't tell anyone what's going on. You got to publish what's going on. We're exploring, like, now, you know the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Things we're exploring is like, why don't we just mutate ourselves? Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations and mRNA Scientific Planning at Pfizer. It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know, it's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like this. Well, it's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Directed evolution is very different. Well, you're not supposed to do gain of function research with the viruses. Like, yeah. Definitely not. But you do like things like selective. Special mutations to try to see if you make more coding. Yeah. So there, there is research on the about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There not be any more outbreaks. It's like Jesus Christ. The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass. These are the words of Dr. Robert Malone. Back to the Pfizer executive. It's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators have to approve our drugs, you know that once they stop being regulated, they want to work for the company, they're not going to be as hard for the company. You know, as well. If this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that are risk global public health. It's profoundly corrupt. What is Pfizer doing, I guess, to optimize, you know, the vaccines now? Oh, we actually have a meeting about that today, so there's a lot. Really? They're doing nothing. I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> Our undercover journalist asked Walker how Pfizer is handling the fact that their COVID vaccines are ineffective against virus variants. What he said is disturbing. Listen to this. We're exploring, like, now, you know the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate ourselves so we can focus on identically developed new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, like, as you can imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. Yeah. Okay. Like, do we want to do this? <laughs> so that's, like, one of the things we're considering. Okay. So, like, the future, like, maybe we can, like, create new versions of the vaccines and things like that. Okay, so... Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No. 
And then I find it was a thought that came up at a meeting, and we were like, why, why do we not? It was like, we're going to consider that for the more discussions. Okay. And that is that reaction. I realized, wait a minute, like, people won't like that. That's right. It appears that Pfizer is internally discussing the possibility of mutating the COVID virus themselves in order to tailor a vaccine to sell to the public. Listen to Walker describe in detail just how they would conduct such a scientific experiment. First, in living animals. So the way that we're thinking about it, don't tell anyone what you're talking about. You're probably sure what you're talking about. So um, the way it would work is like we put them in the virus in these monkeys, okay. and then we successively like cause them to keep infecting each other. And we collect serial samples from them, and then the ones that are more infectious, like the virus, we'll put them in another monkey. They just constantly actively mutate it. That's one way. Okay. Or we can even do like directed like simulation, which like we tend not to prefer. And then you just sample what the different like um, like uh, proteins on the surface of the virus look like over time. So okay. then you can see the mutation. Then you kind of force it to mutate in a certain way you want. Okay. Because you have to be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something that, like you know it goes everywhere. So like crazy. Yeah, it's the way that the virus started it will. To be honest, like it's it's no sense if this virus popped out of nowhere. Like yeah, I know. COVID virus experimentation on live monkeys. This is unethical say the least, and Walker describes those experiments as if they are ongoing and not simply a hypothetical discussion. So, I mean, when is Pfizer going to implement the mutation of all these viruses? I don't know. Because all the experiments work out. Because this is like something with time, right? It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know. It's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like this... It's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, directed evolution is very different. <laughs> Direct evolution? Directed evolution. Directed evolution, okay. Well, so, I mean, is that what it is? Maybe. I, I, I don't know. Well, you're not supposed to do game function research with the viruses. So, yeah. They're not. But you do, like, these, like, selected virtual mutations to try to see if you can make more protein. Yeah. So there, there is research on the about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There not be any more outbreaks. It's like Jesus Christ. So um, tell me more, like, what's developing with the whole, you know, virus mutation process? Well, there's some kind of conducting the experiments on it, but uh, it seems like from what heard, they're kind of optimizing it, but it's going slow because everyone's very cautious. Like, you know, right. I was going to want to kind of accelerate too much. Yeah. Um, but I think they're also just trying to do it as an exploratory thing, because you obviously don't want to advertise it about future mutation of the So, did that, the whole virus mutation thing, like, come from your executive, Sarah? No, 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 that came from, like, we have, like, chief scientific officers in, like, the other divisions. In a subsequent meeting, our undercover journalist asked if this type of gain-of-function research is already being studied at Pfizer. But no, as long as it's called directed evolution, Pfizer's in the clear. What, what's the goal? So part of what they want to do is like to try to figure out, to some extent, try to figure out like, you know, there's all these new strains of variants that just pop up. Why don't we try to like catch them before they pop up in nature and we can develop a vaccine prophylactic for like new variants. Yeah. So that's why they're thinking like if you do it control in your lab, then you say, oh, this is an epitope. And so then if it comes out later on, like in the public, you already have a vaccine kind of working. Oh my God. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, isn't that like the best business model though? Like, just control nature before nature even happens itself, right? Yeah, yeah. If it works. <laughs> what do you mean if it works? Because, like, some of the times there were just mutations that pop up, right? They were not prepared for it, like with Delta or Omicron right. and things like that. So, 
Who knows? I mean, either way, it's going to be a cash cow. COVID is probably a cash cow for us for a while going forward. Well, yeah. I obviously like that. <laughs> well, I think the whole, you know, I think the whole, like, research of the viruses and mutating it, like, would be the ultimate, like, cash cow. Yeah. Now, you would think that creating viruses to sell the vaccine would be illegal. But no. The pharmaceutical industry, as Walker puts it, is, quote, a revolving door for all government officials, unquote. A revolving door for all government officials? Wow. Yeah, for any industry, though. So, like, in the pharma industry, all the government uh, officials who, like, you know, do our drugs, especially yeah. come work for pharma companies. In the military, like, all the, like, army defense, like, government officials eventually go work for the defense company afterwards. How do you feel about that revolving door? Like, it's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> It's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators so for provide drugs, you know that once they stop being regulated, they want to work for the company, then I have these hard for the company. We talked to Dr. Robert Malone, physician, scientist, and author, to get his take on the comments made by Jordan Walker. You're gaining function. You're creating a new function in virus one by adding elements from virus two, infecting one monkey and then another monkey. That's called serial passage. That appears to have been one of the technologies deployed in the Wuhan Institute of Virology with the humanized mouse strains that I believe were obtained from uh, EcoHealth Alliance. That's an example of directed evolution. The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all about what he's doing. The hubris and arrogance and immaturity. If this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that uh, risk global public health with such a casual disregard for the human toll, it's profoundly corrupt in terms of would it be feasible for Pfizer to circumvent international or national law? I think that is undeniable. And the gentleman in your investigative work has clearly indicated that Pfizer believes that it has successfully captured the regulatory apparatus of the United States government and presumably worldwide. Pfizer has completed regulatory capture, is quite proud of it. With governments turning a blind eye and Pfizer hiding information from the public, this is an ongoing story. Be brave. Do something. Spread these videos. Stay tuned. There it is, friends. There it is. Did it get your attention? Hopefully you were able to pick up amid the hubris of the man who was speaking undercover, did not realize it, but was so bold. As I watched his visage in this video, I tell you, he had no moral compass, not even close which causes me to come back to the statement made by the famous General Omar Bradley two, three generations ago. He said, we have grasped the mystery of the atom and we rejected the Sermon on the Mount. The world has achieved brilliance without conscience. Ours is a world of nuclear giants and ethical infants. We know more about war than we know about peace. More about killing than we know about living. If we continue to develop our technology without wisdom or prudence, 
our servant may prove to be our executioner. And that's where we are. I want to thank you for joining us here on Viewpoint today. Every time I consider doing another program concerning COVID and these vaccines, I just wince because I don't want to do more programs about this. But friends, it is so serious. It is so dangerous. And people just do not, they're not willing to understand and receive. They've been captured, captured by a corrupt system and those who are delivering the corrupt message in order to keep the system running. Do you see that yet? Now, I want to encourage you, because that's really the purpose of this program, is to strengthen and encourage professing Christians to be what we say we are, to do what God wants us to do, and to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, putting on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the ways and the wiles of the evil one, and having done all to stand, to stand, having our hearts and minds girded about with truth. To help you with that, again, I want to urge you to seriously consider getting a copy of my late, one of my recent books, Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception. I really don't think you'll be disappointed. I, th- I think you're, you're going to be captured by it, actually. It's going to be amazing. It's an $18 book, yours for $15 on our website, saveus.org, saveus.org. You can call us at 1-800-SAVE-USA, 1-800-SAVE-USA, or write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255, writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. What a privilege it is to join you here daily. For 27 and a half years now, confronting the deepest issues of America's heart and home from God's eternal perspective. I trust you see it that way. Become a partner with us. It's a challenge to continue to deliver truth amid times in which deception is rampant. Do what you can. Trust the Lord. Be his servant. And don't be the servant of a false master. Thanks for joining us. God bless. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let